Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Creators Connect. I think it's episode 5 or 6, I've kind of lost count, but that is all thanks to you guys. There have been so many episodes and I've reached out to so many creatives. Thanks to your guys' likes, comments and support that have really boosted me to reach out to more creatives, really boosted the channel as well. I thank you so much for your support and may God bless you guys. In today's episode, we're joined by an independent musician from the United States. His name is... Isaiah Dominguez. In today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, some of the pros and cons of being an independent musician, and and I also test Isaiah's knowledge of his music. We play a little game of guess the lyric right at the end. But I do advise you to sit through the entire. Uh, episode. Uh, it's a bit of a long one, but it's definitely worth the watch. So let's sit back, relax, and connect with Isaiah. What do you show? I use Canon. I mean. Nikon. I'm an oh, Nikon. User. Oh, okay. I, cool. I love, yeah, uh, that's what I that's what I use. Uh, it's a D fifty six hundred. It's got a touch okay. screen and a flip screen. Yeah, it that's comes nice. In pretty handy when you're doing videos. Um, sure. So yeah, just just to let you know a few things before we start. Sure. I'm gonna ask about uh, ten or so questions mm-hmm. uh, about you and your career and some things you've done that I noticed on your YouTube and Instagram. Sure. And then after that, we're gonna play a quick game. Uh, so what I've done is I've taken uh, about seven of your songs and chosen oh. about five or so words in those songs. Okay. And then I'm going to see if you're going if you're able to guess uh, which song that those lines are from. So that's, that's what we're going to do at the okay. end. Okay. Okay. That's what okay. we're going to do at the end. Going uh, to test you. Yes, I'm going to test you. Just to end off uh, on a on a bit of a lighter note. Sure. So, yeah. Thank once again. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I'm Luca formally. Um, I am Zimbabwean, but I reside in South Africa currently, and yeah, I, I do photography and YouTube, and uh, like I said, I started this series on my YouTube channel. Hopefully, sure. uh, I can be able to connect with as many uh, creatives. Um, so if you're ready, we can get into it. Yeah, absolutely. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you too. Sweet. Okay, so uh, I'm going to start off uh, by talking about a poem that you did. Sure. I think it's a poem. It's called... You named it Creativity Never Sleeps. If you oh, don't man. mind, I'm, I'm going to read it um, just so that everyone knows what we're talking about. It, sure. it goes, it does not understand regulated schedules. It does not comply with regular, with the regular nine to five. It does not know what is convenient. It does not sit patiently in the corner waiting for the appropriate time or place or circumstance. Instead, it strikes in a moment, in an instant in a fleeting thought or a passing glance, and we catch it or we we don't, but we always keep chasing that moment. I I watched this on one of your YouTube videos and it yeah. absolutely touched my heart. And I that wanted awesome. to ask you what inspired you to make this poem and turn it into a video and share it with the rest of the world. Um, I think well, I had written the poem probably like years earlier, so it was something that had happened. I think it was just like. It was one of those moments where I had been up until like 3, 4 a.m. doing an edit or like writing a song. I don't remember specifically what it was, but I remember thinking that like 
there's this idea that like creativity can be turned on and off in like a, yes. in a very like mechanical sense that, mm-hmm. that uh, you can just show up to a meeting, especially in like the corporate world and they'll give you like a pitch and you just have to come up with something on the spot. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, it was like, for, for me, creativity just kind of like my inspiration to either create a video or write a song or, or, or take a photograph or anything like that is so fleeting. It like happens so quickly. Yeah. Uh, and, and once that moment is gone, it's gone forever. Like you can't come back and manufacture that feeling. Otherwise it feels, mm. it feels very mechanical. Like I said, it yes. feels, it feels like you're trying to recreate something that happens so organically. So it feels very staged. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what inspired me to kind of write those words down. And so I ended that ended up that's a that poem is part of like a tweet that I had sent out into the world. And it was a much shorter. It was back when it was only 140 characters. So it was a much (laughs) it was a much shorter tweet. And then I thought, well, this is an idea that can be expanded on. Mm. But I didn't want it to be too long, because if it's too long, you kind of like lose the lose the, the that fleeting type of feeling where it's like this is it's a short thing um and then i just wanted to create something visual to go along with it because a lot of people don't realize the like effort that goes into creating a youtube video they don't uh Mm -hmm. they think it's just set up the camera in a room turn it on (laughs) right right turn it on and talk (laughs) right Mm -hmm. turn it on talk turn it off upload it to premiere like beginning ending you know people don't understand that like we set up lights, we set up sets, we set, we have to rehearse the things that you're going to say, or you have to at least have a plan on what you're going to say. And then you have to, you know, sometimes you go through this take several times and you look at it and something's out of focus and you're like, Oh, I have to do all of that all over again. again. Yes. Yes. Right. You all, (laughs) there's always that moment where something's out of focus and you're like, do I want to go back and redo it no, all? <laughs> and you're like, I you're don't. like, will anyone notice if this one cliff is out of focus? And you're it's like, out of focus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone, I'll notice. If much. anyone notices. It's too much. I'm right. not a re- I know how that feels. <laughs> right. So you just, I just wanted to create like a, I wanted the two to be married where it's, where it's mm-hmm. like creativity not only is something that like happens so organically, but it also mm-hmm takes a lot of effort to harness too. And I think the more that you rehearse it or the more that you do it, the more you practice it, the more you like show up to work every single day, the better it is and the easier it is to just tap into that every time you need to. Oh my goodness. I resonate with that so much, especially that last part about the more you do it, the better you become. And I think that's for me, one of my biggest philosophies is, the more you create content, the more you learn from your mistakes. And I, oh, I really yeah. resonate with that point 100%. Yeah. So I, I, I really thought we should talk about that yeah. first going in because it really um, touched my heart. And another thing that touched my heart was a video you did on stop being afraid of no. Um, oh. And I think the question that comes after that is, uh, you, you did mention that being told no is not bad, but is perceived as something that is bad yeah and i think my question is did you always have that philosophy or (laughs) did you sort of grow into it and which are like some of the moments in your career that you remember where 
you were told no, but you bounced back, or you had to say no to a certain gig or something sure. like that? Sure. Um, no, I did not always feel that way. Uh, a lot, I mean, a lot when you're younger, you feel like no. every no is the end of your career. Yes. You know, yes. you feel like yes. every time you don't get a specific opportunity or every time you don't get a specific um, gig or, or you just become busy, uh, you feel like this is the end. It's not that it doesn't go any further. This is going to, this was your one chance. You can't have it anymore kind of thing. Um, uh, and it's so funny. I was actually just talking to a friend about this very specific thing, like five minutes before I jumped on here, but he was denied, uh, acceptance into a graphic design program. And now he is the creative director of one of like largest real estate companies in his area. So, so it's the idea of like one door closes, another door opens somewhere. And as long as you're willing to keep plugging forward, it's going, you're going to find your way. Maybe it's not in the exact place that you thought, but you're going to find your way to your final location, you know? Mm. So that was a really, that's it, man, you did a deep dive. That's a really old, that was my very first. I, I did a deep dive. <laughs> I, I have to do a deep dive. We, we have to know. The things that make it tick. So I had to go I way back. I appreciate that. I, I found it to be very impactful and very inspiring. It's, that it's was a very good one. That was back when I was in my black and white phase where everything had to be like, all my B-roll had to be in black and white, I'm pretty sure. Right? <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that that's a, yeah, that was a, I, I'm pretty sure I also just took the video of it with my phone in my car for that one. Because I was just feeling this. Um, I, I forget what it was. I had, oh, I remember what it was. I remember why I made that. It's because I was trying to get hired at a television studio where I lived and I went through like multiple layers of the interview process. I got all the way down to meeting Mm -hmm. the like head of the television studio and the people that I would be working with. And they, seem to all like me as like a videographer to like go out and do work with these like higher profile gigs. And I was super excited about the gig. And and I had thought that I had given them everything that they needed to, in order to get this. And they were like, Oh, well, you know, we have one other person we're talking to and we'll get back to you in like a couple weeks. And a, a week went by. I hadn't heard from them. Two weeks went by. I hadn't heard from them. I emailed them uh, after two weeks Still, like at the end of the week, I still hadn't heard from them. So it was three weeks. And then like almost a month later, they got back to me and they were like, oh, we decided to go with the other candidate. And I was just like, man, and you get so invested because you're like, oh, I feel like this is this is my calling. This is where I'm supposed to go. This is the next big step. And I was like, man, uh, this is this is a huge bummer. And I really feel like other people experience this, too. And if. I think one of the things that helps get through those like hard times is when you realize you're not alone, like other people experience rejection in the same ways that you do. And so if you can share that experience with other people, they're like, oh, I don't feel so alone in my like rejection. Other people feel this too. So it's all about connecting. That is so true. And I, I, I really got that from your video. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not the first time and it won't be the last time. Yeah, Something absolutely. like that is happening. But I think for me personally, 
I've been learning that use it as a stepping stone, use yeah. it as something you can learn from. Yeah. Try and figure out what you could have done better. Right. I know when you reach out into the world for a gig or anything like that, you think you're there and you think yeah. you deserve the world's attention. You think, right. like you were saying, like you don't just get into, into a room, turn on a camera and do a video. Yeah. There's a lot of preparation that goes into it. And you're like, after all this work, I have right. to get some kind of recognition. And when you don't, right. It hurts. It definitely does hurt. But I think right. the important thing is how you pick yourself up and move forward and understand that no is necessarily not a bad thing. Absolutely. Um, a stepping stone into becoming a better creative. Right. Which is really amazing. Okay. The next one is um, when you don't feel like creating, it's a bit different from what we talk about, but when you don't feel like creating, yeah. how do you rejuvenate? How do you uh, gain momentum? How do you... Uh, I don't know if that makes sure. sense. Sure. No, sense. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, that's a difficult one because that on the one hand, I do believe that you need to like uh, be able to unplug and completely remove yourself. Sometimes you just need to leave the camera on the shelf and go experience life, not through like a lens or anything like that yes. and kind of like spend time away. But I also believe that you need to just show up sometimes even if you don't feel like it, right? Even if you feel like your batteries are drained, even if you feel like you don't have a good idea, sometimes I, I do feel like uh, you do need to show up and just go through the motions and then keep going and keep going and keep going because so, it, it does feel like a grind sometimes. It yes, feels, it, it really feels like it wears you down. And I think that, uh, there's value in showing up to work every single day and showing yes. up to make your art every single day. And, mm -hmm. and even if you don't feel like doing it, uh, just like going through the motions of doing it will still give you that repetition. So you'll still be learning through that too. And then you'll be able to access that later when you also don't feel like doing it and you'll be able to be like, okay, I, I have worked through these problems before. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like it is sometimes you do need to just work through. Uh, sometimes you do just need to work through your uninspired moments, and sometimes mm -hmm. you need to leave uh, the camera on the shelf and just go and do your own thing yes. and experience life as like an actual human being rather than a creative kind of thing. So yes, I definitely get what you're saying, and yeah. I believe 100% in not forcing content. Sometimes. Yeah. There's a very thin line between being consistent yeah. and forcing content so much mm -hmm. so that it becomes something that you don't enjoy anymore, which right. shouldn't be the case. Right. It's always good to take time, breathe, mm -hmm. uh, and enjoy life, yeah. like, like you said. Absolutely. Okay, and you are an independent independent musician. I might be wrong, yeah. but I, mm -hmm. I think that's yeah. what I got from your YouTube <laughs> yeah. channel. Yeah. Um, okay, I, I would like to know, uh, and maybe for any other musician that might be out there that might sure. watch this sure. what has been the biggest benefit about it being an independent musician and the biggest negative about being an independent musician uh well the negative is the easy one <laughs> the biggest okay. the biggest negative of being an independent musician is you don't have the budget of a, a major label uh and you don't have the ability to just spend money because all of that money pays your bills. So anything that you make as a musician, you, it, you use it to keep a roof over your head and keep the lights yeah. on and eat yeah. and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, whereas with like a major label, it's kind of like showing up to a job. It's like they're willing to spend money on your act uh, yeah. as long as and on you as long as you keep creating uh, art for them. Um, so being independent is it's tough in that way. And it's also kind of lonely, too, because um, you don't have like a whole team backing you up. You don't show up to like an office full of people or you don't show up to, you know, there's there's not a lot of camaraderie uh, in that way. So you have to find friends within the independent music industry and kind of learn to keep in touch with them and learn to build those relationships and uh, all that kind of stuff. So uh, that's the big negative of being an independent musician. <laughs> uh, I think the positive is that you're in control of everything. That's okay. my favorite part is that you decide what you sound like. You decide what you look like. You decide what your uh, brand does, looks like, talks like, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. You're completely in control of your own um, career, which is good because I feel like a lot of these, a lot of major labels focus on creating a persona mm-hmm. um, and a, a person that you might want to be, not a person that you actually are. And what I love about the music and the and the career that I have is this is who I actually am. Like when you, if you meet me yeah. in person, I'm going to be the exact same person. The same person. Yeah. Um, and the music that I write is about things that actually happen and people that I actually know and all that kind of stuff. It's not about it's not about creating this like bigger than life thing. It's it's more about connecting with people. That'll that'll be the theme for everything. Is just I want to connect with people on a deeper level yes. than just like. Hey, what's going on? You know, I just want to, yes. I want, I want people to understand that like all people experience a lot of different, a whole gamut of emotions. So mm. I, I, I definitely did pick up that uh, when I was looking for your lyrics, which were very hard to find on the internet <laughs> until I bumped into your website Yeah, and you do this thing where you really break down uh, what some of the lyrics mean in your yeah. videos, but you, you mentioned that, um, I would have not preferred to do it this way because everyone experiences the lyric differently from the way yeah. I would have uh, written it down and what it meant right. to me, which right. is really important because right. um, I feel that sense of community that everyone sees things differently and everyone can learn from everyone. Right. So when you talk about uh, the negative of, of, of being an independent musician and finding mm-hmm. solace in building a community of mm-hmm. other independent musicians Right. And working together and supporting each other, I really understand that concept, oh, sure. and I back it a hundred percent. Awesome! The, I think the concept is learning from others and also giving information to others as well, which is really amazing. Yeah, um, you're not only a, an independent musician, but uh, how I actually found you was through cleverly titled creative. That's the first page I bumped yeah. into on Instagram. Please tell us more about that and what it is you're trying to do with that. Um, cleverly titled creative was, it's a, it's my video and audio production business that I launched just this year. Um, I had been working as a videographer in the corporate world, uh, for about a year, uh, beforehand and then freelance for probably four, 10 years, 10, 14 years before that too. Um, and it all started with, um, it all started in like school, uh, just like doing yearbook or, um, 
like class videos uh, and like history, like projects that we could, we were allowed to do videos out of um, and just like being able to rent a camera uh, all the way to, I think my first video I ever made was a skate video because we were, we used to be like skaters, like skateboarders and me and some of the other guys that like lived in my uh, neighborhood. We were, we're all terrible skateboarders. We were not good at all, but we wanted to look cool. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to look cool because we had watched all these skate videos. And so I, you know, got this camera. It was this tiny, I don't know, like Panasonic, like point and shoot digital camera that just happened yes. to have a video function. Yes. And I think it recorded at like 360p. You <laughs> So it was like you could see you could see the pixels. They were like huge. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so we like and I made it in like Windows Movie Maker. And so wow. it was just that's where it started and then it evolved into like, oh now I'm in I'm in bands and I'm playing mm. music and I need music videos or I need like mm. tour videos or I need nice. updates or or something like that. And it was like, well, I don't have money to hire a videographer, so I'll just do it myself. And that's mm-hmm. kind of kind of where my whole like career launched was, well, I don't have the money to do something or hire someone to do this thing, so I'll learn how to do it myself and I'll wow. do it. And, that's impressive. and then somebody would ask me, oh, can you do a video for my wedding? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. And then I would research how to make a wedding video and Ooh. go and do it myself. And my whole motto... Uh, up to this point has been anything is possible until it's not. <laughs> so no. say yes to anything and then figure out how to do it. And if you can't do it, then, you know, own up to it and say like, oh, there's no, I, I just can't do this. Not mm-hmm. under, uh, not under any circumstance would I be able to do this. But like, mm-hmm. don't, don't be so quick to say no to an opportunity mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you don't, because you don't feel like you've done it before. You don't feel mm-hmm. like you have the experience. Take the time, say yes, take the time to learn everything that you possibly can and then show up and, and, try. and try or and realize that nothing's going to be exactly the same way as it's written down, right? Yes. Like, especially with like live events, like weddings or, or, or uh, like conferences or trade shows, or if you're doing video for stuff like that, like it's never going to be the exact same way two times, you know, everything's going to be different. You might have to deal with mm. we- weather, you might have to deal with uh, bad audio you might have to deal with bad lighting you might have to nothing's mm-hmm. going to be your ideal circumstance so so just say yes and roll with it the best you can wow that is that, that is really really amazing um yeah. and i think i would like to know from that um what in your personal life influenced you to choose the career that you have it being uh the musician being a musician right and also um the the digital uh company that you're running what influenced you to pursue that uh i think it was more it was less uh i think it was wanting to work on my own schedule and be my own boss and be in charge and see the benefit of the hard work that I'm putting in because I've, I've worked for companies before and you feel like it doesn't matter if you put all your effort into something or none of your effort into something, you kind of get the same result. You don't really know that like if you work for a a large company, you don't really know that your work really matters 
And I think that mm. part of wanting to like be a, both a musician and then launch my own business at the same time was to see that like, if you work really hard, you'll see the benefit of that, yes. like immediately. It'll either be like you're making more money or you'll, you're will you getting more recognition or you're getting more opportunities to like work with bigger and better projects, but you'll immediately see the return on that. Whereas mm -hmm. working for a large company, you can work really hard for 60 years of your life. And then mm -hmm. at the end, your company will still be large. It doesn't matter. Like you're, yeah. they'll, they're willing to replace you as soon as you leave kind of thing. Easy. So, so it was just, for me, it was just like, I want to see the impact of what I do. Wow. That, that is amazing. That is really amazing. And I think with, with that, following the career that you've chosen, um, how would you like to be remembered as a creative? What uh, imprints do you want to leave in this world? And when they think Isaiah Dominguez, yeah. they think this concept or this is what comes to mind. Uh, I've thought a lot, a lot about this because it's mm. one of my, one of my big fears and it's like an existential millennial fear, mm. I guess. Yes, but one of my big fear is to leave this world and not be remembered for anything or not have, not have made an impact in any way, which is funny because I have friends who are like, yep, I would actually prefer it to be that way. I would prefer no, <laughs> nobody remember what me. What a contrast. <laughs> I was just like, okay, cool. Um, but uh, I, I thought about that a lot. And that's a, that's a very like deep, deep uh, question. But I, I think it boils down to uh, being remembered for being genuine and telling real stories. Yes. I think those are the, those are the two most important things for me is mm -hmm. everybody. There's no art that I put out that people think, Oh, this was phoned in or this was manufactured or this is not, uh, this is not truly him. This is someone yeah. else's input. Um, mm -hmm. and I want to, I want that same feeling for anybody that I work with. So if I work with a business, I want them to tell their real true story of themselves, of their business, of why they do yeah. what they do. Um, and so, yeah, I think if I can be remembered for anything, it's being a genuine person and telling true stories. Wow. That is, that is deep. That just went deep real quick. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. authenticity. And I think that is the point of, of this, this channel as yeah. well as to get to know the creator, the, the person behind the creativity that we see on YouTube sure. and on Instagram and things like that. Yeah. I think the last question uh, for the interview before we play that very interesting game. Okay. <laughs> is, All right. Is, is, is a bit different and uh, outside the creativity questions, but just to get to know you. Okay. Uh, and see who you are as a person. If you only had 24 hours left to live, how okay. would you spend that 24 hours? Oh, man. Uh, I think... I would spend my last 24 hours uh, with, I, I uh, man, that's a tough one because you it want, you one. want to be able to like <laughs> be, uh, do everything. But I think, so the, sorry. I think the most important, there's three things that I think are the most important and it would be good food, good friends and Ooh. good music. Okay. 
so, I follow. I follow. So those are my those are my three things. If I had to, mm. as as long as it was twenty four hours of those three things, I think that I could be satisfied at the end of that. You'd be satisfied. Yeah, I'm a huge people person, so obviously I want to be around people, um, and I don't want to have a really terrible last meal. So I would, those are <laughs> those are two big things. And if those you could just put things, if you could just put in a good soundtrack to all of that. I'll ride off into the sunset. I'll <laughs> ride off into the sunset. I love it. I think we're, we're a little bit different there. And it's, it's funny for me because what I do on my YouTube channel is mm-hmm. literally talk to people. Mm-hmm. But I'm the biggest introvert you'll ever meet. I love oh, really? being alone and closed out, which is crazy. So I've had to really learn and adjust yeah. and, you know, come uh, get over certain fears of mine, which sure. is super cool. Sure. As well. So, I mean, thank you so much uh, for... Yeah. Uh, taking part in the interview i think i personally have learned a lot from you gotten a little a lot of clarification on yeah. certain things that you've done which has been awesome yeah and before we wrap it up uh we're going to play a quick game called okay. guess the lyric but this one's a bit special because okay. it involves your own songs oh gosh so, <laughs> we are going to see how well you know your own songs uh, so it's about seven questions uh seven songs that i have here okay uh i'll say about Five to seven words. Okay. And you're going to have to figure out which song those words are. Oh, God. All right. All right. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Here it goes. The first one is to be more than just myself. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Oh, I know. I know the song. Uh, okay. uh, 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 can I look at my own track listing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Go okay, okay, okay. I, I know what song it is. I just don't remember the title of it. Um, <laughs> He's cheating. I'm not cheating. <laughs> uh, but it's fine. I mean, it's Ever, It's Evergreen State. Yes, it is. Yeah. Evergreen State, yes. Oh, yeah. man. That, I, that, that one was a hard one. Man, you couldn't even yes. give me an easy one. <laughs> Okay, uh, next one is Dream of Where I Could Go. Dream of Where I Could Go. Uh, is that the closer? No. Oh, no. 